You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. Well, Lottie Frickin' This is the Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming, and uh, it's our college campus report. And for that, it, of course, it's always brought to you by College Hockey Inc. If you have a player in your family that's uh, looking to explore all of their options, and the college path is certainly a viable one, but there are some things you need to know. Go to College Hockey Inc., great resource, and uh, you can contact Mike Snee or Nate Ewell, and they can uh, answer some of those questions you might have as well. It's December. We're also uh, flipping the page to uh, World Junior Month here, and my next guest is a collegian, also invited to uh, Hockey Canada's U-20 camp, was there in the summer as well. Defenseman with the uh, Quinnipiac Bobcats, Peter Delibatore, my guest. And uh, Peter, when I first called you, I said I'm going to butcher your name. How'd I do? Uh, I didn't do too bad. Uh, better than most, I'd say. <laughs> that, uh, honestly, I've been uh, looking at that, and I'm like, I have no idea how to pronounce that. What What is the worst way, or what is the most common way people get that wrong? Uh, usually, they forget the E at the end, so they actually don't do too bad. Usually, just deliver tours. Sometimes they butcher the BRE, the, the middle part, but uh, for, for all of those who want to know, it's deliberatory, so it's not too complicated once you you get it down and you say it the first time yeah okay well i appreciate you making the time today uh, uh this right now you guys are uh, the bobcats on a <laughs> bit of a break after this past weekend they uh the uh, bobcats don't get back in action until after christmas right so uh, a nice little break for you except you're not taking a break here you're, you're going to hockey canada's camp and that's got to be a thrill for you as well right yeah yeah obviously here it's a little bit more relaxed with practice and uh knowing we have the time off but uh you know, it's definitely an exciting, exciting part of my uh, my journey, and uh, to be able to represent my country, it's a it's a true honor, and I'm excited for the experience. All right, before we talk World Junior, let's uh, look at the the college season for you and the Bobcats. And uh, October was great, four and one record coming out of the month. November, there's been some hiccups along the way. Uh, how would you describe the season so far? Yeah, definitely some bumps in the road. Um, obviously, we're a young team on paper, but you know, we try not to to make those types of excuses. So we just try to been uh, finding our identity with, uh, you know, the freshmen all the way up. And uh, I think we're, you know, after our big win at UMass and get the long break, we, we can find our identity and, uh, you know, have a great second half. The second year for you, you're a sophomore uh, with the, with the Bobcats. Uh, how has this year been compared to last year, just in terms of, you know, your comfort level or your confidence, uh, just having gone through it once already, is this year a little bit easier in that regard? Oh, uh, yeah, in some ways, definitely coming in last year, uh, you know, just being a sponge and soaking everything up where this year, you know, you're kind of you're kind of giving the feedback and uh, helping all the freshmen and uh, mm. just getting back into the, the go of things. So it's definitely been a little bit of a change, you know, off the ice, but uh, on the ice, it's, you know, same game, same style. So it's uh, it's been spring fun so far. Terrific freshman season for you. 19 points. Three of those were goals. Uh, were you expecting that sort of uh, production in your freshman year? Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't really have a set goal of, you know, points or anything. I just, you know, want to make a statement in the lineup and play every game and play to my best. Uh, so I think, you know, that would contribute uh, hopefully to the to my offensive uh, uh, stats. And obviously it did. So, um, yeah, I was just, you know, playing my game and learning and soaking everything in from the coaching staff to uh, the seniors. Well, for a lot of freshmen, when they get to a program, especially one that is uh, as uh, deep year to year as uh, Quinnipiac is, you might have to take your time and kind of play a role and fit in slowly before you get more opportunity. Uh, it sounds like Coach Pecknold uh, had you playing a lot last year, and, and uh, maybe you got some of those opportunities a lot of freshmen wouldn't. 
Right. Yeah. He, uh, he was very generous and, uh, giving me the, the opportunities that I had. And, you know, for me, I just took advantage of him, did the best that I could and just, you know, ask questions all around just of what I could do to, you know, get more play time, whether it was PK or power play, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, they, coach and staff did a great job of guiding me into, you know, what I need to do. And, uh, you know, as soon as I did that, they would give me a little bit more uh, leeway. And yeah, I think they handled it really well. And I think I uh, took the opportunity. Peter, tell me why Quinnipiac was the right fit for you. I know, I mean, there are a number of Canadians who go south and, and play college hockey, but why uh, in particular was <laughs> Quinnipiac uh, the, the right fit? Uh, I think it was perfect for me just because, you know, it was under the radar. It wasn't, you know, the highest of the, you know, the programs uh, in terms of the tradition, but, you know, the coaching staff is unbelievable. You know, the, the trainers here's are, are unbelievable and everything about it. It was just, you know, a small, quiet school, but at the same time, I, they were, I knew they were good at developing uh, the players to get to the next level. And I thought uh, that's kind of where I need to fit in and be in where I could, uh, you know, play right away and not have to wait and sit out or anything like that. Was there any thought of going, I mean, you went right from prep school. Would you, did you think of a year in the USHL or something like that before you went to college? You know, I imagine you maybe at least considered that option, but I mean, it certainly didn't hold you back to to jump right into college. It's, it's uh, It can be a big step yeah. for a lot of guys, but it didn't seem like it hampered you at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was definitely definitely an option to go to go the junior route. Um, but, you know, I discussed with my, my family and my parents, and as soon as the uh, option was brought up to uh, go in as a, as a true freshman, you know, we just uh, looked at both options and the pros and cons of it. And I think me and my family and the coach staff both agreed that uh, coming in wouldn't be uh, would be a good idea, and uh, luckily it worked out. Peter Deliberatory of the uh, Quinnipiac Bobcats, my guest here on the Pipeline Show uh, in our NCAA campus report. We're also going to talk a little World Junior coming up in a second as well. But you just mentioned Junior, and I have to ask you about the, the major Junior option. You're a Halifax kid. The Halifax Moose yeah. draft you. They're hosting the Memorial Cup. There, I have to think there was some pressure maybe, and it must have been pretty tempting to consider that option, but you, you stayed true to uh, what you wanted to do and, and ended up going to Quinnipiac, but how difficult was it to say no to Halifax so when, when they uh, drafted you? Yeah, obviously coming from, uh, you know, living in Bedford, 20 minutes from Halifax and growing up watching them as a kid, it was definitely a dream of mine uh, ever since I was young to, you know, one day play for them, but as I got older, I kind of observed uh, kind of my body type and my development, and I just thought the uh, the college route would uh, give me more time going to prep school and then uh, eventually into college. But, uh, you know, they're obviously a great organization. They handled everything, you know, very professionally with me, and uh, they're nothing but the best uh, to me um, in terms of just, you know, knowing uh, what I wanted and what I needed and, uh, you know, wishing me luck and stuff, so... Uh, yeah, they uh, they handled it really well. They're really professional and um, can't say enough good things about them. Well, things have worked out pretty well for you, and now you get this opportunity with Hockey Canada, and you were there in the summer as well. When you got that invite back in the summer, at it at you know on some level, did it surprise you at all? Did you know that you were on the radar? Um, honestly, yeah, it did, it did surprise me a little bit. I, it's not something that uh, was in the back of my head. Uh, and stronger on the ice and uh so when i heard the news you know i was obviously pretty ecstatic but uh yeah it wasn't something that was heavily weighted on my mind how'd it go back in the summer yeah so it was my first time obviously with team canada all new guys and uh yeah i thought i uh thought i played my game stuck to it and uh i think that really showed so i think that helped me and uh you know i just tried to do exactly what uh i did to to get me to the camp so i didn't 
try to do too much or play out of my game style. Well, it certainly, obviously, you did enough then and uh, since then uh, at Quinnipiac uh, to, to earn the invite back here in December. Uh, how do you feel about going to this camp? I mean, there are, traditionally, the college guys seem to struggle a little bit. You might play fewer games in the regular season than your, your CHL counterparts, but there are four of you uh, invited uh, this year, uh, and you've had a chance to play with uh, some of the other guys that are at camp. Uh, how do you feel uh, going into this camp? You, I have to think there's a level of confidence, of course, but uh, it's it's also a pretty deep team. Yeah, definitely. You know, I definitely have some confidence in a little bit more uh, comfort zone going back, knowing the guys just from uh, the last camp and uh, the coaching staff and everything. So I think I just go into it, you know, with an open mind and exactly do what I did in the summer and just play my game and stick to that. Do you try to find a role to play to, that you can kind of specialize in? I know you, what you what you do for the Bobcats might be a little bit different than the role you're asked to play for Canada. So do you try to attach to that early or you kind of just said you, you want to play your game, so um, I don't know if you deviated at all from that. Yeah, no, I uh, I would go into any position and role they would want me to play, and I think uh, I think I'm good in all positions and areas in the game, just because you know Quinnipiac has allowed me and the coach staff has allowed me to play in all those situations here, mm-hmm. um, and so I think uh, you know whatever position and role they they want me to play, and I'm I'm happy to do that, and I'll do it to the best of my ability. Well, excellent. Uh, Peter, listen, I really appreciate your time. I certainly wish you the best of luck at Canada's camp and uh, and whatever happens the rest of the way this year with the Bobcats as well. Thanks for doing this. Good luck. Yes, thank you so much. Peter Dilibertori, the defenseman of the Quinnipiac Bobcats, uh, my guest there in the NCAA camper support, on his way to uh, Hockey Canada camp as well. Wish him the best of luck. It's going to be a tough team to uh, crack the lineup for, for sure, but he was involved in the summer camp and uh, obviously has performed well enough there and uh, in the following three months that Hockey Canada has brought him back. And as I mentioned, there are four collegians who have been invited to uh, take part in Canada's camp. The other four are uh, Dylan Holloway, draft eligible this year. Uh, Jacob Bernard Docker, who was drafted by the Ottawa Senators, uh, what, last year or the year before. And Alex Newhook, uh, who plays at Boston College. He was drafted this past June in the first round. But it will be a a tough blue line to crack. I I expect Jamie Drysdale to be there. Kalen Addison having another strong year. You know, Ty Smith is is definitely going to be there. I think Bernard Docker will uh, make the team as well. Uh, Bowen Byram, I think, is a a shoe-in to be on the squad. Thomas Harley, another defenseman that's uh, invited to the camp. But don't forget, Jared McIsaac is a returning player, so he's basically almost an automatic addition. Uh, and Braden Schneider, who's also draft eligible this year. So it is a, a pretty healthy group of blue liners uh, vying for spots with Team Canada. We go from the NCAA campus report to a U Sports update. Uh, the leading scorer of the University of Alberta Golden Bears, his name is Grayson Polinchuk, having a fantastic year for the U of A. Former Red Deer Rebel captain on his way also to take part in uh, the camp for Hockey Canada, but as the opposition, as he is a number of players who has made the U Sports uh, All-Star Club that will square off against Canada as a part of the uh, Hockey Canada camp in deciding that team. Uh, Grayson Polinchuk, former Red Deer Rebel, now with the U of A Golden Bears. He's up next here on the Pipeline Show. Hey, it's Eric Comrie from the Tri-City Americans. Break away from center. Vasco coming in on Comrie. You're listening to the Pipeline Show. 
there's a lot of people with disabilities that can't just go out and find a job. So we set out to create a business to fill those needs, one stick at a time. The Store Next Door gift shop is a Yarmouth-based manufacturer and retail outlet store. So we make great ideas that any of our employees come up with and we reuse and recycle as much as possible. Our most popular item is probably our hockey furniture. We take broken hockey sticks and turn them into different products. We go through a lot of hockey sticks, a lot, a whole lot. Considering that it's only been a year and we're shipping internationally, I think that that's been a huge success. Most people's reactions are, wow, you do this here. We don't accept can't here. Everyone here learns in different ways, but we want to give everybody every opportunity to find exactly what works for them. There's nothing better than when a customer buys something and then one of our employees say, I made that. They have meaningful lives and build things they can be proud of and get a paycheck for it. I'm Amy Acker and we change lives one job at a time.